Hi, this is Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. There are many life changes that can happen after divorce that make it difficult or impossible to uphold requirements of your divorce decree. The orders issued in a divorce are based on the facts presented at that time, but the circumstances used in issuing those orders can obviously change. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, Talk to us at Cordell and Cordell. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. Welcome in to a new edition of the Denver Nuggets Daily Podcast. I am your host, TJ McBride of MileHighSports.com. That is where you can find all the content that we produce for all Colorado sports all the way across the board. Just type in MileHighSports.com into your browser and click what other, whatever team icon you want in the top right corner. This is a special edition of the, that, of the Denver Nuggets Daily Podcast. Probably one of my favorite shows I've ever done, if not the favorite show. Um, I got an opportunity to go sit down with Nuggets starting small forward Will Barton and talk about just all kinds of different things. We talked about his album that came out unexpected. We talked about perseverance. We talked about life. We talked about Baltimore. We talked about his family. We talked about fans. We talked about his situation with getting through his injury last year, what is to come this year, and everything that he has to prove to himself. It was a very fun conversation, a very enlightening conversation in my mind. So to be able to you know, give Will Barton an unfiltered platform just to kind of speak his mind on top of his album just to kind of allow him to get his own narrative across it was a very interesting conversation so definitely stick around for that but real quick i got to give some love to the people who make the show what it is first got to give love to the regulators production group without their audio production skills this podcast sounds significantly more lame than it would be so go for any kind of beats go make sure to reach out to at regulators regime on instagram or at rod simba that's r-o-d-s-y-m-b-a Additionally, this show is presented by De- by Mile High Sports, that is the home of the Denver Nuggets Daily Podcast, and the show is supported by Terrapin Care Station. So for any of your cannabis needs or goods in the Denver metro area, make sure to find your way to a Terrapin Care Station near you. So here is a quick word from Terrapin Care Station before diving into my conversation with Nuggets starting small forward, Will Barton. Before we get into the rest of the Denver Nuggets Daily Podcast, let me give you one quick word from our sponsors over at Terrapin Care Station. Since 2010, Terrapin Care Station has been providing patients and customers with high-quality cannabis products at everyday low prices. Serving the communities of Denver, Boulder, and Aurora, they offer their own flour and concentrates, as well as all the brands you love at prices that you just won't believe. They pride themselves in having the most knowledgeable and professional staff in the industry, and their team will work with you one-on-one to help you find the products that are perfect for you. Their dispensaries are unassuming, safe, and discreet with ample parking at every location for a seamless retail experience. For up-to-date menus and promotions, head over to www.terrapincarestation.com or just come visit one of their five convenient Colorado locations today. Again, that is terrapincarestation.com, T-E-R-R-A-P-I-N, carestation.com. How your summer's been? You've been relaxed and you've been getting some time to yourself a little bit and with, with your family. Yeah, I've been doing a little bit of everything. Uh, 
being able to be with my kids, being with my family, my friends, uh, traveling a little bit, uh, cause working out, getting better, uh, just trying to self-evaluate myself as far as in life period, just trying to uh, do a little bit of everything, basically. Yeah, evaluating on a life period is interesting because it felt like this album, which we're going to talk about extensively, that's the point of this podcast, is talk about Unexpected, of course. It felt like that was really kind of part of the narrative that you wanted to push with this album was that it was almost like you were turning a chapter. You talk about that in Prevail, but is that kind of part of the idea of putting that album together was turning that page and kind of reevaluating that life stance like you were saying? Yeah, that was a part of it. Uh, me and Sosa, the guy who produced it, mm-hmm. uh, we talked about every aspect of it. And one thing I was talking about, like, it's kind of me trying to uh, talk about like that I did live and things like that. Because I feel like uh, in order to move on from something, you got to talk about it first. Definitely. And uh, be able to embrace what it was. And... Um, you know, just be honest with yourself about it. Like, this was, this was what I was doing. This is what I do, was doing. It's kind of like therapy when you go talk to a therapist. I never did it, but I would imagine that's how it is when you're trying to move on with something. You must first admit that, Yeah. you know, that's what you was doing. Yeah, and you talk, talk about, about that it. on Prevail. Exactly. Yeah. You say you got to, like, accept that that is your issue and then move yeah. through. It's kind of like manning up to a degree. Yeah. But the album itself, the chronological order of it, I thought was interesting because... Yeah. You start unexpected, and it's dark. Yeah. Um, that's You're really talking about things that have happened, and we'll get into each track more individually, but yeah. you go from unexpected into big thrill and vibes, which I put together in a similar yeah. vein of, like, you kind of, like, you found yourself, you're doing your thing. You almost feel kind of invincible to a degree. Is that yeah. kind of the vibe yeah. with that? Yeah. So then you move on from that to caution. Is that the realization of, like like you say, the price of fame, yeah. of what kind of comes with getting that kind of clout and that kind of standing in the world? Yeah, I see you really listen. Yeah, oh like, yeah. I actually chose the track order. Okay. And uh, after making the song, listen to the songs, and I kind of had that mindset of how I want to open up and take you right into it, like, issues that I'm going through and what I've overcome to where it is now so but didn't you say you wrote it quickly like wasn't this a pretty quick write considering well, I won't say I wrote it so last time I was supposed to do it mm-hmm. right um but with free agency me being a free agent mm-hmm. everything was happening my life was happening so fast that I really wasn't able to sit down and actually go in the studio and make it. Because like I said, I never rapped before, so I didn't know how long it would take, how much time. And I had so much going on with that, I wanted to make sure that was handled first and properly. So the initial thing was to do it last summer, but we didn't have enough time, but we started working on it as far as ideas and thoughts and beats and, you know, uh, the, uh, um, what I'm trying to say, um, Things for songs mm-hmm. and things like that. So we started that process last summer. The thing that was so it made the transition this summer easier. So I've been the whole since that point on up until now to actually when I made it, I was you know writing lyrics down, um, thinking about it. Um, Social would send me beats every day. For me to choose from, nice. I already knew the sound I wanted, so yeah. that part was easy. 
I knew I already knew the direction I wanted to go into, so that part made it easy. So he would just send me beats. Uh, I would send him stuff that I already wrote down, and we would just brainstorm and come up with ideas before we went to the studio to summer and did it. How much did you get done last year? Because it felt like so much of the trials and tribulations of this season were also included in the framework of the album itself. So how much did you work through before you came into this last season? Not too much. Yeah. I think we worked it's more on, ideas almost yeah. than anything. Yeah, because we want to still stay in the moment. Yeah. So that's the hardest part. We didn't want to take everything from last year and then try to make a tape off it. That makes sense. So we just worked on ideas and and, and, and like I said, beats and, and, and things of that nature. Just started the process. So you said therapeutic. Yeah. That was a term you hit and something I wanted to talk about. Is that Was that the main driving force of getting you into the studio was to get this off your chest a little bit? Yeah, that was that was the main. That was that was the driving force for sure. And you talked to Parth of Denver Post about this as well at yeah. one point. And you talked about how the people in your group, people who were in the studio with you, whether it was Eric, whether it was other people who were involved, yeah. they were surprised about how much you were just letting go and just yeah. letting it rip. Was that tough for you or did it finally feel kind of like... I guess comfortable because you were with your guys like PTF, which we'll talk about in a minute as well, and just being in Baltimore and being with Sosa. Did that was that something that was comforting or was that something that was difficult for you? Uh, a little bit of both. I would say it made it more comfortable because I knew them mm-hmm. and I knew they wouldn't judge me. Yeah. So it's kind of like a therapist. Like you telling them something, they can't judge you. They're listening. So um, that part made it comfortable. Um, they just probably didn't know that I was going to open up that much. The things I was saying, you know, in the room, and, and it was interesting. Even some of the things that didn't make, like, the tape, I still was able to say because we're vibing, trying to make a song. Yeah. So I'm saying all kinds of things when the music is on, when it's off. Just talking about it, just yeah. letting it out, and they probably didn't know I felt that deeply about it. Mm-hmm. They probably didn't know... Uh, I would be able to mix it that way and say it in rap, but just the session that we had, even when I wasn't rapping in there, just to try to put it together, um, I think it just it just surprised me because it surprised myself that I was able to let out that much and uh, show so much feeling and passion I had for certain issues uh, because I'm a real private person when it comes to that. Even I don't even tell my closest friends. When I'm hurting, they might know what's going on, but I try to protect, mm-hmm. you know, my feelings as far as if I'm hurt or if I'm sad. Well, that or, keeps you safe. There's no vulnerability yeah, in yeah. there at so all. Yeah, so it's like point. when I tell them something, it's like, fuck it, we're going to keep it pushing, though. Yeah. We're going to keep it moving. I feel like me breaking down to them in that way was, like, different. But, you you know, it's comforting with your people. Yeah. But you're releasing this to the world. Yeah. What What part of this, where, where does that distinction end for you to where you're like, all right, I am giving everybody who yeah. wants to listen to this yeah. a look into who I actually am. Like, yeah. not just what I want to show. Like, that takes more courage than to hold back at that point. How yeah. hard was that to know everybody was going to be picking it apart and going crazy with it? Yeah, that's that's the two parts thing. That, I mean, that's the, they had two sides of it too. Mm-hmm. So... During the process, that's why I'm lucky I had my friends there and stuff like that. Also, to, to listen and be able to give me advice because I just wanted to put myself in an artist mode. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be looked at as a basketball player. Oh, Will plays in the NBA, so he can't say certain things. So when we're going through it, I'm telling them and Sosa, like, listen, man, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it my way. Mm-hmm. And that's 100% real. I can't turn me down. I can't, you know what I mean? I can't. 
That's what's unexpected. Yeah, that I can't. I can't just try to give them a soft version. I got to do it my way. Yeah, there's so no I performative the, bullshit with this. Yeah, this is you yeah, at that point. So I put it in my head already. No matter how people received it, like I'm gonna say what I want to say. I'm yeah. gonna say it how I want to say it, and it is what it is. I'm an artist. You got to be able to, you know, uh, separate the two. Mm-hmm. When I was doing the music thing, I'm not just a basketball player. I'm a person. The same yeah. way you like listening to any other artist is because they're uh, how authentic they are. Yeah, they're and real people. They're it's the same way that let, Damian you know, Lillard's been doing the same thing. Yeah, like, I'm going to show you the other side yeah, of humanity. But I'm probably more uh-huh. it's different. aggressive and I'm probably more... And my storytelling probably a little more, I wouldn't say realer, but like... It's just raw. I'm cursing. I'm, yeah. You know, I'm saying things other guys probably wouldn't say, just either because they're trying to protect themselves because mm-hmm. they know fans are looking at them in a certain way, or they just probably don't want to go that far into mm-hmm. it. Me, I want to take the sheets off the bed and, yeah. and, and, and let you see. So, and then it was... A, but I still want to draw a line. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were in those studio sessions... I had more, probably more aggressive mm-hmm. lyrics, more aggressive vocabulary where they're like, oh, you can't say that. Don't go that, don't say yeah. that. Don't, but that's what don't happens try. when you get really real with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. These things so, come out of you. Yeah, yeah. so it was like, uh, it was like um, just toying the line uh, um, of how real I'm going to be on it to Okay, let me just tone it down just a little bit. Because, like I said, I had, like, Big Thrill. We had to change that song yeah. more than once. It, because some of the words on there was even more graphic yeah. than that. Because you got to hold back at some point. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, you also didn't. I mean, when you go back yeah. and you talk about Unexpected, you talk about losing Lost Boy. You talk about broken friendships. Yeah. You talk about dealing with shootouts back home in Baltimore. Yeah. yeah. That is still allowing yourself to be extremely real. So with that being said, do you feel like you passed across what you wanted to say in that regard? Did you feel like you got enough of it across? Because it's hard to cut out because that is real. It's unadulterated. But at the same time, did you get everything that you wanted to get out onto this one? I think I did. I think I did. Um, I think I got everything I wanted to say. And maybe certain subjects I didn't detail it as much. Like, at the end of the day... I got I to gotta protect other people that I'm talking about. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah. once you start talking about your life, you're bringing other people mm-hmm. into it. So that's the other thing I'm thinking about. Like, how far can I toe the line between talking about my life but when it's bringing other people in trying to protect them yeah. from from my music? Because it's like, you don't want to bring them to it. You don't want to get them, put a light on them in, in maybe a different way. So when I talk about the shootout, I can't go that deep into it. Of course not. I can you tell you I was in it because I people. was in it. Yeah. But I can't tell you who was in it. Of course I can't not. tell you, you know, exactly where it happened and when it happened. Yeah. You, you, do, you get what I'm 100%, saying? Like, 100%. Because that's kind you of, keep everyone around you yeah, safe while yeah, you still are conveying yeah. this Even message. people that's not around me that was in yeah. it. Yeah. But that goes to the reverberations to yeah. all of these things that happen. People are impacted by these words yeah. about real life situations yeah. like this. Yeah. So I'm protecting other people. Even even well, when I'm talking about on vibes. Yeah. yeah. Even when I'm talking on vibes. I ain't going to say... If you know, I said a lot of slick stuff in there. Those are all real things that was like real times in my life, real moments. But I didn't 
say a girl name, even though I got the moment from dealing with a girl. I couldn't say her name. She might have a boyfriend now. She might be married. Yeah. That might be a past from her life. She might be trying to do something different now. She don't want to be mentioned in that, so and I don't plus, say no names. this may loosely be about these other people, but this is about you. Exactly. Not so about you don't want to, exactly, so I don't want to, you know, dive too deep into I fuck with that. detailing yeah. them into it. Just tell my side of it. It's being real without having anybody else get involved in the Exactly. Crossfire. So I'm still yeah. being as real as possible, all but right. I ain't putting nobody else in it. So all the things, like, like I said, I really turned into an artist yeah. when I was doing this, and that was another, that was a positive that I seen for myself. Like, I did something that I never did before, and I was thinking about it. Uh, I took constructive criticism. Mm -hmm. I was open. I was honest. And I was able to see different sides of me. So with that being said, let's talk about the perseverance because that fits very much so into this Baltimore conversation of these real life events. Yeah. That is that the biggest theme for you is the perseverance in this album of being able to be like, no matter what happens, I have the tools. I have been through this. There is nothing that's going to get yeah. in your way from what you're trying to do. Yeah, I wanted to take you through it. Uh, a whole story, right? Yeah. So, like you said, we get to prevail. That's why that's the last song. Cause mm -hmm. I want to show you. Even if you listen to the lyrics, and the last thing I say, I'm letting you know I'm going through all this. I went through all this. I overcame this. But I'm still standing. Mm -hmm. and I'm still getting stronger, and I'm still getting better. And I'm still learning from all the situations, whether good, yeah, or bad. Like if you, on the first song, unexpected, right? I I go right into it. I say. In a meetings with KB and Stan Lee, mm -hmm. you get what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. If you know in a meetings, you know you, you know, know what that going is. On at that point, yeah. You get what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. I, I go straight into that's that's me as a kid. I yeah. want to take you all the way from when I was a kid without having to go all the way into my child. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm absolutely. touching on everything though. It's almost like pieces of memories yeah. to string together a story yeah. at that point. So I'm telling you from the first time as a kid, the stuff I've seen. Whether good or bad, that's it. Whether it was good or bad, yeah. I'm just telling you my Their story. That's where. That's when I'm a kid. Okay. So I start there to get you all the way to prevail. Now I'm a grown man. Yeah. So I'm showing you. I went through stuff as a kid. I'm going through stuff as a grown person. But through all of this stuff that I've seen and went through, I'm still prevailing. I'm still achieving greatness, even in my wrongs. You get what I'm saying? I do, and it's for the same reason that you wrote on a more lyrical level, more storytelling level yeah. on Prevail as opposed to Big Thriller Vibe. Exactly. You literally gave that different feeling yeah. where you were yeah. at that point, just from listening. Yeah. You ain't got to listen to the words yeah. necessarily. You can get the vibes from it at that yeah. point. And I wanted to give you, like you said, a, every song make you feel different. Yeah. You know, I give you Unexpected. That's more unexpected. That's more raw. You know what I mean? Then we jump into Big Thriller. That's more of a party and club and, 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 and celebrating. Yeah. Kind of like thing. Then I give you vibes with smooths and, and dealing with women and and having your way with women and they accepting your lifestyle too. I go to caution. You see the transition. Yes, exactly. Now I go to caution. Okay, I was having my way. Ooh, yeah. Now I got to watch out for the other side. Price of fame, right there. You know what I mean? And not just with women, but people around you, people that's not around you, mm -hmm. people who suddenly trying to get involved out of exactly. Nowhere. Yeah. And then we transition to. Prevail was giving you a little bit of all of it in it. Yep. And I'm letting you know I overcame all, everything. So I show, I think I showed my full, exactly. And I think I showed my full personality throughout the whole tape. I gave you a thrill. He's a smooth guy. He's more reckless. He's more on kids, his way or no way. Yeah. And I opened up and gave you a softer side to let you know who I am as a person, things I'm going through. 
showing you that I am human, though, through all this, and I do got feelings. And I'm showing you, hey, he made these mistakes, but you still can be great through it. That's what I wanted people to feel. It feels like and the album that, matures with yeah, you. Yeah. That's 100% it, exactly. how it feels when you yeah. listen through to yeah. it. Yeah. So, it, it did, so does it feel like you set the record straight? Like, was that, that also felt like you were trying to be like, because like you said, you know, I'm not on social media. Yeah. I'm not trying to preach anything. Yeah. This is you taking back the narrative, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, I set the record straight for me. That's yeah. why I'm like, you know, even, I think I even said on the songs, like, I ain't, on, so, I, I, ain't, I ain't on social media going back and forth with y'all, no comments on my Twitter, because I see it. Yeah. I want to let you know that I see it, because I am him. I can't yeah. lie and say, yeah. I go on my my goddamn Instagram, I post pictures, and I see comments of hate or mm-hmm. do this and do this. I'm letting you know, yeah, I see it. But I'm also letting you know you don't mean nothing to me. Yeah. And that's that's showing you how I feel about you. Like, right there, I'm letting you know. Like, yeah, I see you. I see you doing that. But, well, I'm not even going to respond. I'm bigger than that. Yeah. And that goes into anything, whether it's hating in my personal life or my basketball career. I had a tough time this year with injuries and mm-hmm. You know, uh, coming back, not being who I am, to the playoffs, starting and then get benched, and then you hear all this criticism, people writing articles about me, mm-hmm. people commenting, and they don't know. And but I'm not one of those guys. This guys that go back and forth with you all day. To me, I feel like even if you're right, you comment back with that person is giving them the power that they want. Yeah, that they got on your skin that much that you had to. Reply to him. Me, I want to show you. You ain't got no power on me. Yeah. I ain't even comment. And there's no arguing with idiots. I don't even delete comments. I don't even block yeah. you. Yeah. Like, but not a lot of people want to see that. But if you really think about it, you never seen me go back and forth with no, somebody never. on Twitter. No, well, I know that for a fact. But you see other players doing it. Of course, I'm you know this is me. And you see, you know, you see the burners and all these yeah. things that yeah, exist in this new NBA that. landscape. I ain't shooting back at you. I'm gonna shoot it back at shoot back at you with success. And yeah. you want to have a debate. Or you want to have, you know what I mean? You turn hate into motivation. Yeah, I'm not trying to deal yeah. with this on a negative level. It's going to impact yeah, like you. Like I said, badly. I'm going to just keep showing you with numbers. Yeah. Like, we can, the good thing about opinions is we can argue that all day. But, I, like, me and my friends talking about, you can't argue numbers. Of course not. Like, and, 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 stats and any, are stats. Any, anything in life, any, any stat. Uh-huh. Whether it's you bank statements, say somebody ain't whether good, it's just, yeah. Or they in the NBA. Or you don't feel like they're going to NBA. Well, here's my numbers. How is that not good? Mm-hmm. And that's just not speaking for me. That's speaking for anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm just giving you my side of it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, but people don't want to ever hear their, like, your side of it. People are out there to yell. Yeah. And that's why you're not getting into this banter. You're not dealing yeah. with any yeah, of the crap. Yeah, that's corny. And that's why you're moving on quickly and not dealing yeah. with any of that crap. Yeah. Even but, when you got the interview, you never hear me. I never yeah. take try to take a shot at them. Man, you know we call you the preacher, right? Yeah. Like you come in and give sermons when yeah. we're in there, and we yeah. appreciate you for that. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, there's all, one thing I've learned from being in this industry: fans will find scapegoats on every team, no matter what it is. Yeah, I'm the scapegoat. Unfortunately, I've that three, this four happens. Years ago, mm-hmm. I'm the scapegoat, and that's and it, 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 there's no rhyme or reason. Yeah. It, it just once people we got fall better. It was when, when I first got there. Oh, he man, he plays hard. Mm-hmm. We got rid of that They weren't playing hard. They loved it. They loved it. They loved it. But as the team got better. Now you gotta find somebody to, you know what I mean. People gotta complain to, somehow to, to to blame because we're so good. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me let me see. And, and it just happened to be me, and I'm not complaining about. It. That's cool with me. I'm letting yeah. you know that's fine with me. I'm just not gonna go back and forth with you because I'm gonna let my numbers speak for for myself over my career. Don't let a moment get you to messing up your head about who I am as a basketball player. Just look it up. 
How much are you like, thinking wouldn't about? You, wouldn't you? Okay, the season before we, I have a career year, right? Yeah. Okay. You go to the first two games of the season when I was healthy and I start the season. I'm on a tear. Mm-hmm. Even though it's two games, I'm just. Yeah. I'm efficient. Oh yeah. I'm scoring. I'm rebounding. I'm playing good enough defense. I'm not saying I'm a lockdown. See, I'm yeah. honest with myself. Yeah, absolutely. When I'm playing honest defense. I'm not a liability out there. Okay, I get hurt. Not just hurt. Not a road ankle. You know what I mean? Not yeah. a jam. And it was your first real injury, injury too, injury. right? This is not excuse. This is the truth. Yeah. This is what I like to tell you. Like this is the truth. Mm-hmm. I have a major injury for the first time in my whole career mm-hmm. of basketball. Not just the NBA. This yeah. is the first time I ever missed six years old time. till now kind of stuff. And it's a surgery. This requires yeah. surgery. I miss half the season. So when I come back, right? When I come back, this is how I look at it. When I come back, right? Guys are already in mid-season form. Mm-hmm. When I'm just trying to get a rhythm and catch up. These are the best players in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to catch up. They're already in mid-season form, and I'm just trying to – that's like – I'm in preseason mode, and these guys are already in midseason form. Didn't I, I, I come back? I have a couple good games, right? Yeah. But now, okay, I'm getting close to midseason form, and these guys are in playoff mode. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm trying to well, say? Well, what happens when you get injured like that? And you got but, three but months out. You're my, always hey, stepping on. I'm behind. just telling my side mm-hmm. of it. You get what I'm saying? 100. Now we get to the playoff. These guys are boom. They're They've locked. had a whole season. They're good to go. Me, I'm still trying to catch up. And that's not an excuse. I'm just telling you what it is. Yeah. He's the best players in the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm a role player. Is it different if I'm the star of the team? Everything's running through me. I'm getting all the touches. No. I have to fit in. Yeah. The same way that Gary come, wasn't assertive come, in the playoffs as well. He I had to, to like let people do yeah, what they do. I have to do. come in and fit in. See, there's a difference when you're coming back from major and you're a star. You're going to get your rhythm quicker because now everything has to run through you. Mm-hmm. The team is run through you. Me, I'm a role player. Even though I'm a starter, I'm still a role player. So I can't come in taking every shot or trying to do get get back to form that way. So I, I still have to play through guys. And so you that's saw even, evidence of that anyway in like game four against yeah, Portland when yeah. you're four overtime. But you, you have, have a rhythm because you're, you're working have, with but the yeah, bench. But you don't have moments. Yeah. I understood that. I knew it was going to be tough. Yeah. You know, I might have a game where oh, it looked like he's back to old three. Yeah. And I have a bad game. Or not even a bad game, but just – a subpar game where yeah. you're not used to me playing is like, fuck, he ain't the same player. No. Yeah. Give me a whole offseason, like now, to judge me and yeah. then say he ain't the same or he fell off, he's not good. But don't judge me off of me playing catch up with yeah. guys. But that's where I say I can't even argue with a person who's mine like that because that shows me they don't know the game. Mm-hmm. They're just being a fan. And what I tell you, I don't play the game for fans. I love the fans. You always want to be cheered on, but at the end of the day, I'm playing for the love of the game. So it's different. Like, I can't argue with a guy that has that mindset. That's showing you right there. He has no basketball IQ. Yeah. And he doesn't know the game. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? It's the same reason that, I mean, even in the album, you talk about how basketball is your life. Like, basketball is where you found your safety. Like, this is love for basketball. And fans are a nice opportunity to have as a part of it. But everybody in this league is here for basketball for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I feel I that I, I can't speak for everybody. I don't know I am. But at the same time, this season coming around is going to be a big one. Yeah. So how are you feeling right now? I feel good. Yeah, are you back to are you back to one hundred percent? Are you feeling like you're really back in that rhythm again? Yeah, I'm getting there. Yeah, I feel good. I'm working hard. Like I said, I'm in the gym from seven thirty this morning. I'm already working out. Yeah. So 
We're getting there, man. Like I said, we don't, I don't even like to do a lot of talking. We're going to see. Yeah. Well, as long as we have something to, to prove to me. Yeah. We're going to see. Like I said, I can't tell you right now that I'm back to the player I am. I feel good. Yeah. I'm getting that rhythm back. I'm moving different. I got more confidence. So it's like, but I, I ain't going to say, oh, I'm da 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 No. There's only one way to tell. That's what I like to tell people. Yeah. I ain't doing too much talking. We're going to see when it's showtime. Do you feel like you need to prove it to yourself? Yeah. That's the only thing I need to prove to anybody. Yeah. At any time, is to prove who I am to myself. If if I didn't have such high standards for me, then last year I wouldn't have cared yeah. about about anything. Of course, I'm gonna have something to prove to myself. I get injured, mm-hmm. miss half a season, then come back, and I'm not just, uh, not who I want to be. Of course, I got something to prove to myself. Do you take solace in the fact that Gary, who you're really close with, is almost in a similar boat? Because he's got because he's coming back from injury as well. He wasn't able to assert himself the way he wanted to in the playoffs. Yeah. He's still catching his rhythm, and you guys are tight still. Yeah. Um, like I said, man, I know Gary. I know him pretty well. He's another one where he's not hurt. His game is on another level. Mm-hmm. So of course he's going to feel like when I come back, it's on. Because you've already shown that you're not. We're not guys who hasn't shown it. Once you've already shown it. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, okay, you know who I am. And you know how to get back there. It exists, yeah. so that there is that exactly. level. Exactly. So you know, we kind of side-eyeing people like, come on, man, you know what it is, man. Come yeah. on, man. But at the same time, like, none of this around. team has been healthy together in a very long time. That's, that's kind of the point that, where everyone's getting frustrated. And, it feels and that's like. where it's so disappointing. Like I said, I come out, my first year started, something I've been wanting. I knew with me and that lineup, we're a dangerous lineup, and it's showing. Even though it's a small sample size, those first two games, it's showing. Mm-hmm. Boom, Will can fit right in. Not only can you put up numbers, but they're winning. Yeah. That's how I like the value. And those right. numbers backed it up. Yeah, like, so once you go back before boom. that season, you guys were like plus 33 net rating with you in the starting lineup. Exactly. But boom, I'm in the room, we're winning. I, I feel like I'm going into that season, I feel like I'm the best basketball player I've ever been. Me and my trainer talk about it all yeah. the time. That's what made it so, oh, it's yeah. like. I'm the best I've ever been. I'm about to be on the best team I've ever been. Going into the season, and it's showing dividends the first two games. Boom, right there. Like, I'm saying it live. Like I said, because it's always going into any season, you can feel a certain way. But to see it actually happen, it's like, okay, now I'm not just talking. There's it's no showing. theory anymore. It's showing, it's showing, it's showing, it's showing, it's showing. And then, boom, you get injured. It's like, fuck. Yeah, so. But that makes the excitement so much more for this year. Yeah, and that gives you more motivation. Yeah. You always need something to motivate you. Yeah. And this is going to be a big year. Yeah. Where are your expectations for the team at? Not just for yourself, but overall. Do you have them yet? Have you locked that in or anything? The win. Just win. My, my championship. Yeah. That's how I feel. Like, I'm not one of those guys that's going to sugarcoat it. I'm not one of those guys going to set limits on me or the team I'm playing with. I'm riding, period, to the end. Yeah. We won game away from the West Conference Finals last year, game seven. Well, we got a lead in our building. That rarely happens. Yep. Man. So, of course, I think we can. Come on, man. And how much is Jeremy Grant going to make a difference? Because you a played in the difference. Brunson League, right? Big difference. I played against him. Against him? Yeah, big difference. What big does he difference. bring, in your opinion? A little bit of everything. He's yeah. one of those versatile players you, you know, always use. Mm-hmm. Athleticism on both ends. Mm-hmm. Um, could defend multiple positions. Can play mm-hmm. three, four. And now, with the way he lead now, can even go small ball five. Yeah. Um, he improved his shot. He's coming off a career year. Yep. You don't know. So it's Shooting like forty percent from three last year. It's like, man, he's gonna get a shot blocking, rebounding, uh, attacker, mm-hmm. a finisher, and now he's starting to make that shot. And he's young. He's getting more confidence in himself. 
And I know, speaking personally, him playing with two guys like Russell Westbrook and Paul George and then have success with them is only going to bring you more confidence. Yeah. Because in this scheme compared to that one, obviously you're not just going to have you and then me pick and roll schemes where you're playing off ball and you know, yeah. you're know you filling in. Yeah. With this kind of space and pace scheme that you guys run, there's going to be so much room for him. Yeah. The gravity that yeah. you and Jamal and Nicole are going to grab, he'll be attacking closeouts yeah. and killing dudes. For sure. So, man, I'm really excited to see what that happens. Yeah, me too. Is there anything else you had to say about this album that you wanted to get out there one last time? Unexpected by Thrill, which will be linked like crazy in the article that goes out with this. Uh, like I said, I just wanted to talk about the caution thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people ask me, like, where did I get that snippet from? Yeah, that's what. Beginning. That's okay. Thank you for reminding me about yeah, that. I almost forgot about that. With the girls talking. Uh-huh. A real moment, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, last year that happened when I'm at the party celebrating the signing, right? When I signed mm-hmm. my new contract. And, um some girls was in there talking. You heard what they're yeah. they saying. And I won't say no names again, but somebody sent it to me. And when I heard it, I'm like, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Jeez. Like, good and bad. I'm like, yeah. Damn. But to follow the caution court, like you talking that? about me like that? And then the negative side is like, man, you're like, damn, people really. You get what I'm saying? They're really like, only there when they want to be there and they like, have their own things in, the, in it's mind. It's crazy. Like, you're really a target. Yeah. I was like, man, I got to do something with this, yeah. with the music. And I just. But that's why you got PTF. And that's actually one more thing I wanted you to explain. One more thing that people may not know about you is just PTF. And what that is and being a protector. What is that? Could you explain it just for the people who don't know? Man, just protecting the family. You can make anything out of it you want to. But our meaning of it is exactly what we're saying. There's some guys trying to, you know, do some positive things and grind and whatever we do, whatever your talent is, do it to the best of your ability to be able to provide for you and your family. I can't think of a better way to end than right there, man. That's real right there. Will, thank you so much for doing this, man. I'm sure I'll be seeing you very, very soon. We'll do some more stuff, but yeah. For sure. That's that.